Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com. Welcome back to the show. Mitchell Whitfield and Mark Aflalo with you talking all things CES. And what would a CES be without talking about television? So I'm excited to welcome our next guest from TCL. Bruce Walker, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be back chatting with you about uh, TCL and all sorts of cool stuff. It's been so long. Before we dive into TCL, tell me how you've been. Tell me how uh, how the tech industry has been treating you well, I hope. Fantastic, as, as always. It's always uh, interesting in our business, just just trying to figure out all that that stuff that our incredible engineering teams come up with, trying to find ways to relate that to consumers at the end of the day um, in words that they'll understand and appreciate and realize the, the benefit they'll get out of uh, all the great stuff that, that everybody in our industry and whole comes up with and trying to make it relevant for customers so they understand uh, it's time to get a new TV or time to get a new soundbar or something like that. So, so you know, Bruce, let's talk about TVs for a second or just kind of even just home entertainment, really, you know, there's so many terms every year that people come out with, whether it's new screen technology, whether it's, you know, new refresh rates. And what is like the the must haves when it comes to a TV in 2023? Like, what are we looking for? So, I mean, if, if we're talking about, you know, let's talk a primary TV. We won't get into the bedroom or rental, just the yeah, primary exactly. TV, the, the almost de facto First thing is 4K resolution. Um, you know, every every year there, there's a an upping of the resolution, and 4K came into the spotlight a couple of years ago, and now pretty much everybody uh, is on board. Streaming obviously leading the way, uh, but satellite and cable companies are, are pulling their way. So resolution is is the first thing. Um, the next big thing um, when it comes to movie watching, which will segue into something else in a minute, to to watching sports, watching movies, uh, is HDR. Or high dynamic range. Um, and it's the first thing I've seen in my industry. And we've tried lots of stuff with curved and 3D that didn't, didn't stick. Uh, yeah. But with high dynamic range HDR, everybody in the food chain agrees it's a huge benefit from the people who make movies to the people, people who produce content to the people who send the content to customers' homes to us. To end users, they go, oh yeah, um, you know, high dynamic range is important to me. And then you get even more specifics, things like Dolby Vision, which is the best high dynamic range. And my best example of how accepted it's become is there's an online forum uh, called AVS Forum. Don't know if you frequent it. Uh, no. It's it's filled with what my boss calls my people. Um, Take that for what it's worth. Uh, they're the most demanding group of users, and the, the the moderators of the forum actually did a one-line survey recently that said, "Is Dolby Vision a must-have on your next TV?" And over seventy percent of these jaded enthusiasts said, "Yes, it's a must-have on my next TV." So, aside from resolution, high dynamic range HDR is is the real McCoy. It's not just another acronym slapped on the TV, and that encompasses a lot of stuff. It, it is resolution. It is brightness. It is uh, color with our quantum dot or QLED technologies. Um, and then kind of the third thing, you know, we've got, you know, we've got resolution, we've got high dynamic range is just gaming. It's 
it's just phew. How it, the I've never seen and not no. No slight against the gaming demographic, but if you look at the amount, the number of TVs actually purchased by and for gamers versus the amount of noise, not meant to be a derogatory term, that yeah. they make demanding better performance from all of us TV manufacturers, it's insane. How do you make decisions to make sure you're addressing the needs of everybody because I mean yes you can focus in and say this one's going to be specific for gaming this one's going to be specific for this use but you know there's a lot of people out there with a lot of opinions so how do you weed through all the all the noise as we say opinions are like oh, okay we know that phrase uh, it, it's just a matter of, of us continually pushing the envelope um, in terms of what we can provide for our consumers and and the good they said the good news is most of the things that make it TV great for gaming will also make it good for watching TV because it's brightness and response time and 120 hertz and things like that. So it's um, you know it's really looking you know we've we like like most industries have the behind the scenes guys that report not only sales numbers but sales trends and do background marking you know what's important to you in your next TV and get get things like that that can help us uh, understand what's what's important to our customers. You know that at the end of the day, um, like I said we've seen lots of times in our industry where we've thrown stuff on the wall to see what stuck. Uh, and it didn't. And I think with, with the way things are now and customers, the voice of customers getting louder every day um, and for us to be able to hear it is great for everybody. So you talked about 4K as the number one number one thing, you know, across the board. One of, it's it's yeah. almost like the, the default. But every every year at CES, we see 4K. We saw 3D. That kind of disappeared. <laughs> um, then we see uh, 6, 8K. But that doesn't seem to be coming as quickly as 4K kind of game. Why is it? I think you're going to see um, uh, from from TCL in particular a kind of a pause in real world uh, 8K TVs as as we focus more on the uh, the real world picture. We had we had 8K TVs in 2022. Our six series 8K yeah. uh, was the first TV that made 8K really achievable for the masses. Um, yeah. And just like everything else in the industry, it's like the TVs can do this, the content is here, then the content goes here, and the TVs after this, and back and forth and back and forth. Um, we're going to take a little pause uh, in that and channel our energies towards uh, much more direct uh, picture performance uh, enhancements that customers can get right now, uh, streaming Netflix um, and things like that, uh, and then and then see where the market goes from there. There's obviously going to be 8K is going to be here at some point. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's just a matter of when and, and when it's viable. Well, and all this work also does help, you know, towards that goal down the road anyway. So it doesn't need it. So you, you mentioned a couple of things there, and I promise we'll get to TVs in a minute. Um, um, you talk about uh, the streaming industry. How significant of a shift? Has that because I know on the like cables, you know, on the, on the satellite provider, all that stuff, it's a it's a it's a monumental shift in the way that people are consuming media. How does that affect you guys? Fantastic. Um, if, because uh, for if nothing else, uh, most people realize we're the world's largest supplier of Ro TVs with Roku's operating system. What people yeah. don't know yeah. is we're also the world's largest supplier of TVs using Google's operating systems. Yeah. Um, so you know, if you go out to buy a cell phone, you really have two choices. You know, Android or iOS, uh, where in the yes. TV market, it's a little more muddled. Um, you know, they're branded centric operating systems, and, and we don't see that as a sustainable model. Because if you wanted to do Mark's TV streaming service, you don't want to have to develop 10 versions of that app. So to be partnered with yeah. the two arguably strongest uh, streaming platforms out there uh, is a real plus, a real position of strength for us. And then personally, taking off my TCL hat for a minute, um, the fact that I got my lovely wife who's upstairs right now. Now, uh, willing to cut the cable, 
She can watch all her Chicago shows. She knows where to find them. She knows how to yeah. search them. Um, so that's as much credit to the software engineers for making it easy to easy to say find Chicago PD um, as as anything else. So streaming is is huge for us. It makes the what I mentioned earlier the acceptance of 4K. Uh, much easier because you don't have to worry about uh, what your cap- physical cable is going to do. You just have to have the bandwidth, which everybody seems everybody now's entry level package is a hundred meg package. It seems uh, for streaming. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, it's funny because this conversation was so different about four oh, it's years crazy. ago. Yeah, yeah. Now the fact that you can actually really stream 8K uh, is amazing, but the yeah. fact that you know 4K is just a given um, makes makes it fantastic, and it's, and it's great for everybody because that's what, you know. Aside from contrast, resolution is one of the first things you can notice. You know, walking into somebody's house and seeing what they're watching. You know, only a few years ago, we talk about TVs and TVs. I think we're still this um, not really uh, the the product cycle, at least for purchasing, was not like phones. You know, phones, you seem to buy one every year, every two years. And TVs weren't the same, although uh, and tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like that's changed. I feel like the cost point on televisions has made it a little bit more. Quite honestly, you can get an incredible TCL TV cheaper than my iPhone is. So to swap my, like I'm constantly rotating throughout my house and I feel like other people are doing the same. It's, it's accelerated a little bit more in that the, the, the hand-me-down process is a little different in, in a house. Uh, went through it a little bit before I became an empty nester a few years ago, but um, you know, the, your, your son is not going to upset except uh, crappy TV for lack of a better term. So that, um, that means maybe he gets a good TV and, and obviously COVID, People needed TVs everywhere for not only yeah. uh, co- consuming content, but for doing this. Um, and then another big factor, uh, if we haven't discussed it, is you know, Dune came out on Dune uh, came out uh, streaming the day it came out in theaters. Um, so there's there's been that shift of when and where you can consume giant home theater mm-hmm. content. Um, so yeah, the, it hasn't like in numbers, it hasn't seemed to exist. It's still like that seven year, six or seven year cycle. But I do agree um, subjectively, um, there are people much more willing to to give up their three year old TV. And I'm hoping part of that's because of the advancements we made in picture quality. Well, it's, um, I, you know, I think it is. I think it's not only that, but I think it's also just the the way you're able to offer it at the prices that you guys are able to yep. offer. Because that, you know, you know, I mean, really is, you know, people say, hey, do you want the extended warranty? I'm like, no, not really, because this is kind of almost a disposable price for me. Like, if this goes down, I'm just going to get another one. I'm okay yeah, with it, you know? It's, yeah, it's amazing. You know, if, you know I, I, when I'm doing my presentations, I'll occasionally do a little look into the Wayback Machine. And if you look at even our, our middle-of-the-road 5 Series, you know, yeah. that was on sale for great, great pricing over the holiday season. If you look at that TV and brought it back four years ago, it would have been at a performance level unachievable by anything out there. Yeah. Um, and now it's just our middle of the road TV. So um, I'm hoping that that uh, you know, new level of performance is, is contributing to that as well. You know, thanks to shows like Stranger Things and some of these uh, shows that kind of take place many, many years ago, I get these flashbacks to my old oh, you know, apartment where my, my Panasonic Gallo tube TV was sitting yeah. on the stand. This thing took four people to hold or or, or oh, yeah. the first plasma, I think I got. It was just insane how how far yep. we've come. So yeah, the fact that the fact that our flagship ninety eight inch TV, ninety eight inch TV, yeah. weighs one hundred and thirty pounds. <laughs> it's it's weight, but it's uh, it's yeah. manageable. You know, two guys two guys can hang it on the wall. Yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah. 
Let's talk about TCL uh, sure. announcements this year. What is new from TCL? So, so building up to CES, some of the things we're really proud about is the fact that for the fourth year running, uh, we're top two best-selling TV brand in the United States. Um, so again, you go back when we entered the market with a goal of being in the top five at one point. The fact that we're in the top two, uh, four years running. Um, and that speaks to um, the quality of the product. We sold over 25 million TVs in the past four years here in the U.S. Um, and you know, you look at expert reviews and NPD scores and all NPS scores, all that stuff. People uh, love their their TCL TVs. Um, uh, but it's it's very exciting to get here and a big our magic sauce. I, I've said it over and over again is that vertical integration story. We make all of our own stuff. Uh, you get someone like you who's an educated uh, consumer goes into a store and you might say, "Who makes the panel for this TV?" Uh, our answer is we do. We make the panel, the backlight, the processors, the feet, everything that goes inside a TCL TV is TCL, um, and that's part of that is having our own panel manufacturing facility, our CSOT plant. Uh, um, in the my, my new favorite statistic is that's our panel. They just make our panels, and in the first half of 2022, uh, they they churned out over 55,000 acres in panels. Um, oh my god! It's just so it's just you know the plant's 260 acres in size. So you know if if you boil down just to the quality is we make the panels, we make the back like um, and just a history of innovations. What's what's exciting is. Um, Standing out, you know, we're we're still in a point, um, honestly, of a lot of people who is TCL um, getting the name out there. We're doing some great marketing initiatives. Uh, we're getting there. Okay, as again, compared to when we first started doing this, um, but people can say, you know, what what's what makes you guys? Why are you so popular? All this, there's price, there's value. Uh, but to me, the fact that if you take the three major components that build a TV, you've got the backlight makes the picture, you've got the color layer that gives you your color, and you've got that screen. From a backlight point of view, we introduced the world's first mini LED backlight a few years ago. We're on a, we're on a leading edge generation. Uh, when you go to the color layer, we introduced the world's first big screen quantum dot TV back in 2015. And if you look at the panels, we make all our own panels. So if you look at those three major components that go into making a quality TV, only TCL can tell that story. Um, and that's really starting to resonate with customers. And like, okay, so that explains part of the reason uh, why it's, you know, all the same features and better ratings for X dollars less than so-and-so. Um, so that, that's very exciting uh, at TCL. Um, and just that a growth even outside of TVs. I know we're TV-centric talking, uh, but we're one of the world's largest manufacturers of audio, and we're just really starting to delve into um, our audio lineup, uh, making soundbars in our own brand and getting into things like uh, DTSX, Dolby Atmos, dedicated center channel speakers. Really, with the you know with the philosophy like George Lucas says of uh, sound is half the movie-going experience. We understand we have some part of that, um, and it also makes life easier for the uh, the retail salesperson instead of saying buy this great TCL TV and this other brand soundbar um, it's it much easier and it's much much more plug and play and then just up, not to forget appliances too um, you know we have the world's largest we have the largest major appliance manufacturing plant uh, in Asia um, we're just starting to get into the US market um, with some exciting appliances you can see more coming next year so that's kind of what we're ramping up to doing uh, in TCL for 2022. So uh, let's talk sound for a second. I want to talk about the soundbars because, um, you know, traditionally, yeah. and I think historically, and I think this is the case with pretty any brand you talk about, you know, you're trying to get so much into that package of a TV, you know, this nice thin, thin form factor. 
it's hard to get really good audio in there. Um, and I think Absolutely. we're all we all know that we all accept it. We we either just deal with it or we do exactly what you said, which is get a, you know TCL brand and soundbar and make that experience that much better. I find that tell me if you think if, if I'm wrong in this case, the the belief that we need, you know, 7.1 surround sound physical speakers and wires and stuff like that seems to kind of be passe now. I think people, yeah. It's 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 very interesting, and this this can be a little more Bruce the nerd talking versus Bruce the TCL product evangelist. Um, it the advances that we're making in soundbar technology to get the effect of a great surround sound experience uh, out of one soundbar um, is pretty dang impressive. Anything specific you want to throw out in terms of uh, showing at CES this year? or It was our biggest booth to date, our most exciting booth to date, and being able to show um, customers and press and everyone uh, things TCL is offering uh, for 2023 um, and showing are a game bigger and better. So uh, assortments of TVs with new levels of technology and new giant screen sizes, uh, new amazing smartphones and tablets with our theme of bringing 5G for everybody, uh, and then just a, a, you know almost half the booth dedicated to our appliance space to show people that um, we're not just a TV company. So a little something for everybody uh, coming out of the world of CES and letting what probably quarter million people coming through the show this year. Yeah. Uh, very, very exciting. Bruce Walker, uh, TCL, excited to always catch up with you. Uh, cannot wait to do it again. Maybe you should come to Montreal and we can uh, we can hang out and you can train some staff over here. Oui, oui. We're, we're in the same time zone, so whenever we're ready. That wraps up our show for this week. Thank you guys for being here each and every single week. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, do that right now and follow us online at Your Tech Report. On behalf of Mitchell Whitfield and our guests this week from TCL, Acer, and Solus, I am Marco Flau. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash your tech report for the latest in breaking tech news and reviews yourtechreport.com the podcast super friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers hi i'm Catherine o'brien from branch out programs in baton rouge louisiana i'm john gay from jagged detroit podcasts i'm matt kundal from the sound off podcast network i'm david yes from pod 617 the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.